0: Good morning and a very warm welcome to our morning worship in the parish of Caslouchor and Gorsainnan. It's so good to have your company, and I hope you'll be encouraged and blessed as you journey with us today. A few things for you to think about and to pray about in the coming week. Many of you will remember Lisa Morgan, who was with us for two years as she trained to be a vicar. Well, in the coming weeks, she'll celebrate her first communion, and I get the joy of preaching at that service. So please hold Lisa in your thoughts and in your prayers as she prepares for this significant milestone in her ministry. Also in September, we look forward to welcoming another ordinand, Ben Jones. Originally from Cornwall, Ben is now living in Swansea, and it's a joy to share that he will be with us for a year until his ordination in June. So I'm sure that you'll welcome him and please hold him in your thoughts and in your prayers as he prepares to join us. He'll be spending part of his week in college in Cardiff and part of the week here with me in the parish, training on the job so to speak. And lastly, can I encourage you to remember that this week the Electoral College of the Church in Wales will be electing a new bishop for the Diocese of Swansea and Brecon. Please hold all the electors and that process in your hearts and in your minds, offering it up to God in prayer as we look forward to the appointment of a new bishop. So, as we worship together today, let me pray the collect, the special prayer of the Church. Almighty God, who called your Church to bear witness that you were in Christ reconciling the whole world to yourself, Help us to proclaim the good news of your love, that all who hear it may be drawn to you, through the one who was lifted up high on the cross and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. So let's worship together.
1: Gospel reading is taken from that according to St. Mark, chapter 7. Now when the Pharisees and some of the scribes who had come from Jerusalem gathered around him, they noticed that some of his disciples were eating with defiled hands, that is, without washing them. For the Pharisees and all the Jews do not eat unless they thoroughly wash their hands, thus observing the tradition of the elders. And they do not eat anything from the market unless they wash it. And there are also many other traditions that they observe. The washing of cups, pots and bronze kettles. So the Pharisees and the scribes asked him, Why do your disciples not live according to the tradition of the elders, but eat with defiled hands? He said to them, Isaiah prophesied rightly about you, hypocrites, as it is written, This people honours me with their lips, but their hearts are far from me. In vain do they worship me, teaching human precepts as doctrines. You abandon the command of God and hold to human tradition. Then he called the crowd again and said to them, Listen to me, all of you, and understand there is nothing outside a person that by going in can defile but the things that come out are what defile for it is from within, from the human heart that evil intentions come fornication, theft, murder, adultery avarice, wickedness Deceit, licentiousness, envy, slander, pride, folly. All these evil things come from within and they defile a person. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God.
0: May I speak and may you hear in the name of God, who is Father, Son and Holy Spirit. Amen. Well, imagine for a moment that you were a first century Jew, one of a people who were watching and waiting for the fulfilment of a promise, the coming of a new leader, a Messiah, who would bring you out of oppression and into freedom, into a promised land where you could live as God's distinctive people. As you were waiting, you would have diligently observed the laws of Moses set out in the Old Testament scriptures. You would have followed those laws not to earn the love of God, because that was a given. The love of God could neither be earned or deserved. But the laws were kept so that God's people might live distinctive lives worthy of their calling. Lives set apart, different from the crowd so that as others observed their lives well lived to the glory of God, they might catch a glimpse of God and tumble into the kingdom by the example of the Jews. Around their strict observance of the law, there developed a number of traditions, and one of them is at the heart of our Gospel reading today. Into that culture of expectation, that culture of watching and waiting for a promised Messiah comes Jesus, the great miracle worker. He gives sight to the blind and stops the ears of the deaf, enables the lame to leap like the deer of the field and does many astounding miracles like the feeding of the 5,000 that we saw just a couple of weeks ago. People were watching and waiting and wondering whether this Jesus might be the one that they had been waiting for. Was Jesus the promised Messiah, the new and better leader that would bring them out of oppression and into freedom? This new energy, this new intrigue among the people encouraged the interest of the elders of the people, the scribes and the Pharisees. They looked on with interest watching Jesus, observing what he did, and listening to what he said. Now, around the laws of Moses, as I said, there were many and varied traditions. One of them was ritual hand-washing, and it's clear from our reading, too, that they washed many other things, including cups and pots and bronze kettles. Like many traditions, ritual hand washing was a really good thing and we've learned haven't we over the last year during a global pandemic how important washing our hands really is. Like all traditions they obviously began in a good place and they were incredibly useful but the scribes and pharisees the elders of the people begin to notice that Jesus and his disciples were not observing the tradition of ritual hand-washing. And so they challenge him. Why is it that your disciples are not doing this? Why is it that they're not washing their hands? And ultimately, Jesus' answer is to remind them that they need to keep making sure that the main thing is the main thing. The need to ritually wash your hands wasn't set out in the laws of the scriptures. It was a tradition of the elders of the people, the scribes and Pharisees. And like all traditions, it was a noble one and evidently a good one, but on occasions traditions can detract our attention from those things that are the main things. And it was obvious that for many scribes and Pharisees, the life of faith had become something of a club mentality. Say what we say, do what we do, observe the traditions that we observe, and you're in. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, you're out and unworthy of the love of God. Ultimately, what Jesus is saying is, You don't earn the love of God and you don't deserve the love of God. It's given freely as a gift. So there's a challenge here for us. A challenge to avoid that temptation of developing a club mentality. A club mentality that says if you behave like us, if you observe the things that we observe and say and do what we do, you're in. Otherwise you're out. Lots of our own traditions today in the church are really good traditions and they come from a really noble place. But today the scripture begins by reminding us that there are many ways to skin a cat. And the church at its best is a church that is broad enough to welcome people no matter what their background and no matter what their tradition Because ultimately, we're not bound together as God's family by those traditions, but by Jesus himself. Jesus, who was promised in the laws of the scriptures, promises that were fulfilled when he came to live among us. Keep on making sure that the main thing is the main thing. Keep on making sure that people are welcome, that there are space for people in the family of God, not by what they do and what traditions they keep, but by the blood of Jesus, who is at the centre of everything we do. The church at its best should be a place of welcome for everyone. A broad church, people of different ages and stages, bound together by the common love of Jesus. Why is it then that Jesus and his disciples do not observe this tradition? Well, ultimately, Jesus is saying to the scribes and Pharisees, the elders of the people, you're getting your knickers in a twist over the wrong things. It's not what goes in to the body that defiles it's what comes out of it in other words what Jesus is saying is that God is fundamentally interested not in what we say and what we do how we do it or the traditions that we observe chiefly and most importantly what God sees and what he's interested in is the condition of our hearts It's the condition of our heart that rules what comes out of our body, the words that we say, and the things that we do. Think about it. A harsh word? Well, it isn't nice. But fundamentally, a harsh word is a sign of what's going on in our hearts. It's the result of perhaps a bitterness, that we harbour deep within us. Then, perhaps it's a sign of an unwillingness to forgive or uh, the intention to hold on to a resentment or bad feeling. Harsh words, short tempers, and all those other things that we might someday live to regret. They're a consequence of what's going on in the heart. What goes on in the heart manifests itself in the words that we say, how we live our lives and how we behave. It's the heart that shows our true character and determines the kind of person that we become and how we live our lives. And what Jesus is saying here is God isn't interested in what you wear, how many times you come to church, what you say or how you say it or the traditions you observe or choose not to observe. Fundamentally, what he's interested in is the condition of your heart and how that manifests itself in your everyday life. So today I want to challenge you to look deep within yourself deep within your heart to those things that trouble you, those things that prevent you from living life to the full as God intended, those things in your heart that manifest themselves in harsh words, in short tempers, in an unwillingness to forgive, in an unwillingness to love others as God has loved you. And I want to encourage you as you see those things, To offer them up to God. Be diligent in your prayers. Be reading the scriptures, God's love letter to you. Listening to the voice of God. And recognise that it's impossible for us, even those of us who are ordained and wear fairy liquid bottles for a living, to truly deal with much of these things in our own strength. That's why we need God's help. That's why we need to be calling for God's Holy Spirit. So I want to encourage you to pray with me. Come Holy Spirit, come deep into my heart today. Help me to see those things in my heart that I'm holding on to, that prevent me from living the life that you want me to live. Those things that manifest themselves in my words and in my deeds and prevent me from being like Jesus. Give me the strength, the power and the commitment to overcome those things. Give me a pure and honest heart, a heart that enables me to speak as Jesus spoke. To do the things that Jesus did. To love as God has loved me. As I look upon the cross and as I see that God loved me so much that he allowed Jesus to die for me. Enable me to live like that. Let my words be the words of Jesus. Let my actions be his actions. Let my hands and feet be his hands and feet in the world. If we strive to live like that, seeking that God would give us a new, a pure, and a clean heart, like that song that we often sing with gusto, Kalon lan and chlown dione, tekachiun ar lili los, govin am galon hapis, kalon honest, kalon lan, a pure and a clean heart that manifests itself in kind words and in actions that show, that reveal the actions of Jesus, then perhaps in our lives well lived, others might catch a glimpse of God and tumble into his kingdom with us. That's my prayer, that as his ambassadors, we might make him known in the world and that his kingdom would come on earth as in heaven, and the purposes of God would be known on earth. Amen.
2: Let us pray. Let us humble ourselves before you, O Holy God, to worship you, praise you, and thank you for this fellowship and for time with you. Please open our eyes, open our ears, and give us an understanding heart to know more truly the greatness of your love. And by your grace, we bear the fruit of your spirit in our lives. Lord, in your mercy. Hear our prayer. We have come together to receive your holy word and to seek the strengthening power of your Holy Spirit and to pray for each other and the nations of the world that we may be given the gifts and blessings which are necessary for our true well-being. And Lord, as we pray, we look to you to lead us beside still waters in our visions, our discussions, our dreams, and our fears and worries, Lord, be in our li- be in our lives as the King David to kill the Goliaths that try to frighten us away from Your peace. Lord, in Your mercy, hear our prayer. Thank You, gracious, loving, heavenly Father, for new blessings every morning, for our food and shelter, for our friends and neighbours for parents and grandparents, for our church families and the communities you have placed us in to work as teams, supporting each other in togetherness and strength. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Lord, we thank you for your word, which is the sword of the Spirit. Lord, your word teaches us that it is our protection, our shield, our breastplate, our armour, which will protect us against the evil one. Help us to get ourselves ready as your bride and your church for whatever the outcome of our prayers, to stand strong on your promises because you are a good God. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Lord, we continue to pray for our Queen and all in authority under her. We pray for world church leaders, for bishops, priests and deacons, for our local clergy, Reverend Adrian and families, Reverend Glynn, Reverend Andrew and families, Liz, our lay reader, and we look forward to welcoming Ordinant Ben Jones. Bless them as you continue to nurture them with words of wisdom. Give them wisdom and knowledge to bless our community and nation. Lord, we look to you to lay upon their hearts the choosing of and electing of a new Archbishop who will glorify your name and bring comfort, encouragement and revival and restoration in your churches. Bless them with boldness and courage to speak as you taught them. Thank you, Lord, that they are willing, faithful, and available to speak and intercede for us. Thank you, Lord, for your strengthening power in their lives, and by the blood of the Lamb, help their words and testimony to be like a magnifying glass, so that all those in contact with them will see your light, Lord Jesus. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Merciful Father, We thank you for volunteers in every walk of life, especially World Mothers' Union, food banks, and you know all the others, Lord. We pray your healing and blessings upon them. We thank you, Lord, for all that you do through them. Encourage them with wisdom and strengthen them in all their need and works. And Lord Jesus, in spite of turmoil, upheaval, and dispute in Afghanistan and Kabul, earthquake in Haiti, raging fires in many countries and tragic deaths of so many. Lord Jesus, we humble ourselves before you, asking Holy Spirit to intervene and bring an end to chaos, fear and panic. Lord, we pray you keep us safe from the COVID virus as countries lift their restrictions of isolation to bring us to a new normal. Lord God, We pray to be sensible and precautious at this time. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Merciful Lord Jesus, we continue to pray for our National Health Service and medical community, for places of education, bless them, use them, keep them well. And holy God, we pray through all of this, we continue to fight the good fight especially persecuted Christians, so that you will be glorified and many people will come to faith in the Lord Jesus because of the awareness surrounding us. Lord, help us to recognize you are speaking to us through your word, your love letter to us. You gave us two ears to listen. You gave us two ears to listen more and one mouth to speak less. Strengthen us in our faith those who already know you and those you will make, you will move in faith to know you. Lord Jesus, we pray now that those you will move in faith to know you, Lord, so that your will be done, your purposes accomplished in our world, in our hearts, in our churches. Lord, you know all things You know when we are busy ourselves with no real direction, no significant contribution to the larger good. Help us, Heavenly Father, to see the meaning in the tasks you have given us to do. And when we spend more time and energy poorly, please redirect our efforts, maximise the strengths, gifts and talents you have given us to fulfil the work we are intended to do. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. And finally, Lord, we take a moment to pray for ourselves and our loved ones. And those gone before us, may they rest in peace and rise in glory. We pray for our local church family, especially those battling cancer and loneliness. We pray for workers in your harvest and the growth and revival of a younger generation sprouting up around us. And Lord Jesus, when we throw stones at you by sinning, you give us your fruit in our spirit, your sweet fragrance, your knowledge of hope and salvation and forgiveness of sins. Lord of the universe, how majestic and awesome you are. We thank you, we praise you and we bless you for your goodness and mercy and deep, deep love for us. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for interceding for us when Satan is trying to sift us like wheat. Thank you, Lord Jesus, when our faith is challenged by sickness, death, broken families and homes, lost jobs, poverty, children dying of hunger. Lord, you are familiar with all this. Help us to understand and realize our need for repentance, forgiveness and reconciliation to you. So come, Holy Spirit, fill the hearts of your faithful, and kindle in us the fire of your love. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Hear us, O Heavenly Father, for the sake of Jesus Christ, our only mediator and advocate, to whom with thee and the Holy Spirit be all honor and glory, world without end. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.
0: mina I'm Thank you so much for being with us today. I hope that you've been blessed as you've journeyed with us through the scriptures, and do remember that throughout this week, we're always here for you. If there's anything that we can do to help or to support you, then please do get in touch. Otherwise, as we begin a new week, let me pray for God's blessing over us. The peace of God which passes all understanding, keep your hearts and your minds in the knowledge and love of God, and of his Son, Jesus Christ our Lord, and the blessing of God Almighty, the Father, the Son and the Holy Spirit, be upon you and remain with you always. Amen.